Welcome to the sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect, the podcast where I explore the wonderful world of womanhood and celebrate those women who are changing the game for all of us. So it's been a while, but I'm back and this is a special four-part series which takes a positive and realistic look at aging. I am turning 45 very soon, so I wanted to talk about this and I wanted to talk about talk to women who are around the same age as me or even older about um, how they see themselves, their aging journey, lessons they've learned along the way, self-care, things that they're still figuring out about themselves at this big age. And big age is meant in a way which is this is a privilege, the age that we are, because not everybody can get to this age. Now, let me introduce you to my guest for this episode. Susie Grant is a broadcaster, author, blogger, and social media influencer. She's one of the most stylish women on Instagram. She has over 100,000 followers and she inspires people to look good and feel great at any age. Welcome to the sisterhood of Mommy and Perfect, Susie. Thank you so much, Rena. What a wonderful introduction. I'm absolutely thrilled and I'm certainly the very big age end. What what is that big age? Do you know what? Um, for for me personally, fifty was a hell of a shock. I don't know why, but I suddenly felt invisible at fifty and rushed off to a health spa and wouldn't celebrate my birthday. Sixty, I embraced with the most amazing party. Seventy, I embraced with the most amazing party. 74 next birthday, things change, early 70s, perceptions, the way you're treated by the NHS, all sorts of negatives start appearing. So we'll go into that, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, first of all, I want to ask you about your Insta page. Why did you start this? And why did you start blogging about ageing and the way that you felt about yourself and things like that? Absolutely. Um, well, I was... I tell you what happens. I retired at 60. I was lucky enough to be able to retire at 60. I'd written three health books after, before then and had been in TV and radio all my working life. And I was looking for something to replace my creativity, basically. I'd been making sound and making audio visuals before I even worked in television and radio. It was, it's always been my passion, as was photography. So I tried a course in Italy, writing scripts uh, for film or TV. Couldn't handle that, couldn't hack it. I tried fiction. I went away for a month and tried to write, couldn't hack it. I, I'm just, you, I want to talk about reality. So I, by the time I was 64, I was really bored. And both my godchildren separately, they don't even, they haven't even met, both separately said, why don't you become a blogger? And I started seeing people like the advanced style man, Ari Seth Owen. I hope, I hope I've got his name right. I've actually met him. He's a lovely, lovely man. Um, and he was heralding older ladies in New York. And I thought, oh, that's amazing. And I just started doing it, photographing other women in the street, if they were colorful and stylish and well over 60. And then because of my health background, I trained as a nutritionist years ago um, in between the TV and radio. Um, I just thought, well, I just want to encompass everything that can make our lifestyle better. 
And the most wonderful thing about Instagram is it's really taken off and half my followers are under 40, Rena. I mean, that is astonishing. So I'm helping them go towards middle age and then older age um, with a positive attitude and not dread it like so many people do. Uh, yes, it, people do dread it. And that thing that you said before about feeling invisible at 50, why why is it that women of a certain age do feel invisible? Do you think society makes us feel this way? No, um, I, I'm not. Well, yes, yes, it does. Of course it does. Um, and look at the media. However, Helen Mirren in one of the biggest beauty campaigns as we speak. So, you know, we shouldn't worry about it. I tell you, to be perfectly honest, I think... Um, men stop flirting with you. You know, if you go into a bakery, um, I'm all right now because I use the way I look and I'm charming and I'm always happy. But around 50, I wasn't getting that feedback. You know, a, a friend mentioned it. She was in a queue in a bakery and was completely ignored by the young male guy there because she was older and he went straight to the attractive young lady. I think the compliments stop happening. You just feel a bit invisible. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And that is, that's a very honest thing to say, because I think a lot of them, a lot of us feel like, oh, well, we're above that. We don't really care about this thing. And we don't care if anyone looks at us. It's us and how we, but we do like it, you know. We, I, we I, do care. We do care. And that's why I moved from London to Brighton. I mean, apart from the fact that I was on my third book, second book, so I could write anywhere, I thought, oh, I want to live by the sea. And Brighton, as I'm sure you know, is a very vibrant city. And older ladies do dye their hair. I think I've got a bit of a blue rinse there. But I noticed, and this is 20-something years ago, I noticed immediately that it wasn't the London stock navy grey cream brown navy grey you know everyone's so smart in london even now um and in brighton it's headscarves and it's wacky glasses and it's color 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 of all ages it's quite hippie hippie chic i'd call it hippie chic and um it changed my life and i started dyeing my hair in those days bright red and sometimes it was orange and sometimes it was brown and then much later on, I've decided to go grey and age gracefully. And that whole decision to go grey, ageing gracefully, what does that even mean? What does it mean to you to age gracefully? I think I have to own it. I've got to a certain age where I'm very upfront about my age now. I went through, as I told you, there's, there's something about 70-something. I think it changed during COVID. If you're over 70, you must do this. If you're over 70, you must do that. And it infuriated some of us, including Boris's father, who was about to climb up a mountain at, older than me, older than my age, 74, by the way. Um, and I think it, it, it started making me very conscious of my age and my vulnerability as an older person, even though there is nothing wrong with me apart from a touch of osteoporosis. I'm not on any medication. I eat as healthily. Well, obviously, I trained as a nutritionist, yeah. so I eat very healthily and have a very healthy lifestyle. But even so, I started feeling vulnerable. And I started putting on Instagram things like well over 60 
meaning I am very well over 60 and I'm well over 60. I still use that hashtag, but I think more recently, I thought, oh, for heaven's sake, just embrace it. And I now have arguments with people, Rita, friends of mine, who say, but you're not old. And I say, I'm not young and I'm not middle-aged. I am old. Do we say old? I, do. I am old. Physiologically, as far as doctors are concerned and the medical profession, I am old. However, I'm going to do my very damnedest to live to 101. And do you get inspired by people like Iris Apfel? Yes, in fact, I worked on her campaign. Um, she did a huge campaign. Did you see it? And I got to get all the clothes she'd designed. Um, I think you've got a picture of one. I don't know if you're putting that up, but I mean, talk about colour. Yes, she is my biggest inspiration, obviously. I mean, at that age, I assume if I carry on working, I will need help because my eyes will have gone by then. Um, and I'll probably not be walking that brilliantly. That's what that's what I fear most, Rena, being honest, is that I listen to a lot of health podcasts by experts like Dr. Chatterjee. Um, and the one thing that seems to be coming across is, yes, you can live to 100, uh, but you do need to look at your lifestyle and community is one of the most important things and exercise and getting exercise every day, blah, blah, blah. We all know this stuff. Um, but they do say that around your mid-80s, okay, this isn't everyone and hopefully not me and and your um, people listening and watching, um, but around mid-80s, it's like an old car. Things are going to go wrong. You know, my hips might get really bad or my knees or, God forbid, I fall over. I won't say have a fall. Um, <laughs> that phrase, things, have a fall, Oh, it's <laughs> triggering for loads of people. Exactly. So um, I'm very aware that I've probably only got 10 to 15, let's say 15, being optimistic, 15 years of really good health where I can keep traveling. I love traveling. I used to go to Australia in the winter for as long as possible. And it's just, I need the heat. Um, so, you know, we have to make the most of every single day. There's no point dreading getting older. Let's just do the very best we can to make it, okay, live to 100 would be wonderful, but only if I'm in good health and all this is working. I don't want to live to 100 in a wheelchair, not being able to, to converse, God forbid. So, you know, I'm aware of my age now more than ever. And I keep warning people in their 60s, yeah, it's great, even 70s is great. You wait till you get near your mid 70s. For some reason, I think it's society a lot, it's definitely doctors a lot and um, the press, you know, the press love. Look what they've done to Kate Middleton this week. Have you seen? No, no. Oh, my God, she's your age. And somebody at press took a photograph of her, very bad light, very, she didn't know she was being photographed, very poor light and not the most flattering. Who cares? She's only 45. Who cares if she was 75? And it showed her lines around here. And apparently the trolls took to Instagram like maniacs. I mean, what is wrong with people? You look awful. You look so old. What is wrong with people, Rita? This is my biggest problem. Um, I think 
you know this whole thing of like you know things go things happen to us right we get we we can't be frozen in time um obviously as you're well aware you know uh i i've, I've said on this podcast before like i for a, a good decade i looked 25 and when people then i started looking my age i was really mad about it i was like oh my god and then saying to mm. people do i still look 10 years younger and i was like why am i saying why do it it's normal yes. you know even uh, a few yes. weeks a few weeks ago I was feeling really good. I, I do a lot of working out, trying to eat healthy and stuff. Went to the optician. Optician's like, <laughs> your eyes are old. Your eyes are getting old. You may get cataract soon. You need reading glasses. You need mid-distance. You need, you know, long distance. Like you need three pairs of glasses. You've got old eyes basically. And I went, wow, I was like, oh my, you know when you're feeling good about yourself and then someone says yes. your eyes are basically so old and decrepit, uh, you're not young anymore. And it's like, oh, wow. Um, but this whole thing of like, you know, we can do what we can do, but accepting certain things about yourself. Do you think it's sometimes difficult to accept those things? Like, you know, things yes. are going south and not working as they used to. Totally, totally. I get really angry that I, with myself, that I can't do, keep fit like I did your age. And the same happens and, and my body just won't do it. It's all, I have to keep saying, to my, I've got two brothers. One is a brother in America by another mother, and he's an absolute nut on um, gym work. And we're meeting in Dubai, and he has already warned me he's going to be spending two hours a day in the gym. Um, he's 50, so that is strictly middle age, and I think he's finding it very hard to deal with. But he keeps giving me exercise ideas that I can't do at this age, and I have to keep saying, Kareem, I'm 74, I'm not 54. Um, but exactly, you have to realize your limitations, like an old car, you have to put the best fuel in it you possibly can find and look after it hugely. And the same happened to me with the optician. I have always looked 10 years younger all my life. Um, doesn't happen so often, somebody, I mentioned I was my 70th party at a big function the other night, no one at the table, said no you're not now either they didn't hear or they thought well you look your age i was mortified rita we are all um slightly vain of course we are everyone in the world's vain um but it's very hard to deal with when it happened to me my optician said your eyes are typical of a 42 year old and i went how do you know my age he went i don't it's your eyes so the <laughs> eyes don't lie. But no. I would love to know, Rita. Rena. Why? Rena, sorry. sorry. Did I call you Rita throughout? I no, you, you 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 interchanged the Rita and Rena. Don't worry about Rena, it. Rena, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Um, yes, that goes. That's the problem with the brain. Um I what was I saying? Uh, uh the opti you went to the opticians and Oh yes, I would love to know if anyone has a medical background who's watching or listening to this why i have a friend who i met recently one of my oldest friends and she hardly needs glasses and she's nearly 80. red hair what why why everyone i know needs glasses over 45. why is she so lucky i'd love to know i know it, i mean it's so it's just so different for everyone isn't it um you know that you, you mentioned something about there being 10 years of where you can do the things you're doing the traveling and all this kind of thing but you know sometimes 
it hit me uh, a year or so ago where I was just like, you know, it really hit me the time that we have, the time, you know, and when I see my parents getting older and that kind of thing and you see people kind of not here anymore, like it, it just really made me feel down for mm. a, a good while. Um, is that something that you've experienced as well? How do you manage it? Yes, I I totally agree with you. I don't like knowing that we're all ticking time bombs, but how I manage it is to realise every time I hear about a death on the radio of somebody, and there's been a spate this year, every year, somebody in their 50s and somebody in their 40s and somebody in their 60s, and I think, okay, I'm really lucky to be alive and healthy. So let's just make the best of every day. There's no point whinging, you know. And I think Jonathan Ross said it ages ago, he said something like, well, I just wake up and think, great, I'm still alive. And that's like a really, really good attitude. And look how he dresses as an older man. He's not invisible. Um, so I think there are great people out there in the marketplace, on the media, on TV, maybe in the press not so keen um who are who are really helping us age gracefully and disgracefully and to just embrace it embrace it but i i'm with you rena i'm with you 100 we all feel like that and that's why i think that's why my instagram and vlog are doing so well because especially the vlog not as many uh, viewers, nothing like Instagram, but they're more engaged because most of them are over 50 mm -hmm. or 60 and they're like worldwide. And it, it, I'm helping people and that's really important to me and will probably keep me alive. Yes, it's that everyone's keener on fashion than sensible advice and that annoys me sometimes. But if that's what people want and it helps people stop feeling invisible because they've put on weight or they're older, then so be it. Who cares? You know, the, the whole thing about getting older and how you feel about yourself. This phrase that a lot of people use, mutton dress as lamb or, oh, I'm too oh, I'm too old to wear that. Even some of my friends have said, am I too old to wear this? They've sent me photos of themselves trying something on and no. said, am I too old to wear this? And I'm like, don't be ridiculous. No, you're not. Have you ever felt that? Do people say that to you? No, actually, do you know, people are mostly very kind to me on Instagram and the vlog. I'm astonished that they're so kind, actually. Yes, there are trolls, and but very few, and you just have to learn to ignore them. But it's like, why are you sitting at home as a private subscriber so nobody can see you saying such horrible things? Um, but yes, I am very aware of my body now. I mean, you know, I've got 20 years, 30 years ahead of you, Rena. And, um, you know, there's a certain stage like I'm going to Dubai tomorrow. I will not be wearing a two-piece. I will wear a swimsuit. I do wear a two-piece in Brighton because it's totally acceptable to run around half naked at any age. But, you know... I do realize that my tummy is not as good as it should be. There are wrinkles everywhere. I've got wrinkles here. I do my best to help everything naturally, but everything's dropping and going down. So there are certain things. I will always wear shorts on the beach, but draw the line at ever going near town in them. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of people my age 
and younger who do wear things that aren't suitable, but you can't tell them. I don't think it's so much Martin dressed as lamb. It's very much dressed for your body, not for your age, for your body. So if you've got wrinkly, stubbly legs, then don't walk around in a dress above your knees. A lot of, lots of women do that. Um, maybe that's just my thing. Don't walk around with your cleavage like this. If it's all wrinkled up there, I wouldn't dream of it. Um, I just try and dress the best I can for my body. And that's the only advice I can give to other people. But yet there's no such thing as mutton dressed as lamb. If I've got brown legs and I look good in my denim shorts, I would jolly well wear them. But I draw the line at wearing a little midriff with them. <laughs> Do you know? Do you hear yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I actually really love it when I see people who are older than me, or the same age, wearing things that are a bit risky and stuff. And I, and I, and I'm like, well, good, just do. What are you waiting for? You know? Oh, exactly. That's the other thing I do. Um, I go to a lot of PR events, obviously, and there was one in my city. And I think me and a girlfriend I took along, it was on one of the hottest days in September. It was wonderful. Um, and so people were wearing really thin clothes. And because we were the oldest people there, most people were under 40, majority were under 30. So it was, you know, the fit and the beautiful. And, um, but they were like, this is one thing to look forward to about getting older. They were like bees around a honeypot with us two because we were dressed to impress, you know, colour, nothing muttony, just lots of colour. And she always wears Indian-y fabrics and looked amazing. And I was in a pink long dress from Australia. I mean, nothing that fantastic. But because we were of a certain age and engaging, we couldn't, people were just like, come and talk, come and talk. Um, and it was wonderful. It was great for the ego. So that should cheer everyone up but the other thing is be kind to the youngsters as well and you touched on it you know about your body you will never ever look better than you do in your teens and your 20s ever you know everything as you know as we all know everything starts changing in the 30s onwards and there was a beautiful girl there instagrammer like six feet tall thin amazing dress and I started talking to her and well, she started talking to me and and I said that to her I said you know make the most of it show off your midriff show off everything because you will never look this good again once you get to the 30s roughly unless you do everything tweaking wise um and she was thrilled with that response because she gets a lot of trolling because she's so beautiful beautiful perfect figure instagram figure um but nevertheless you know she it was affecting her as we know so well it was affecting her self-confidence big time because nobody was actually telling her the truth and i think that's my job as well i think it's all older people's job to encourage youngsters don't do i don't know if you had the same problem with your mother rena but my mother used to say dreadful things like you're not going out in miniskirts in the 60s. You're not going out like that, are you? You look like a tart. I mean, unbelievable things from your own mother. Um, what you should be doing is giving your children and your grandchildren huge support in looking the very best they can without worrying them about being attacked by men on the tube. Do, do you know what I mean? Did you go yeah. through this? 
um with, with my mom like things that she'd say yeah um, yeah yeah and you, but you know what I think my mom as she's getting older is changing her views as well because my mom thinks it's great that I wear bikinis when I go on a holiday and I never thought that she'd say that because she's quite conservative in a lot of ways but I think she's just like well when else are you going to do these things do these things wear shorts exactly exactly good mum good mum that's what we maybe we do get um when we maybe I would never have said that to that girl in my 30s or 40s it's a very good point maybe it's an age thing that you just look at youngsters you know you will never ever be able to dress like them or look like them ever again that's quite upsetting <laughs> but you know you just have to embrace it and and celebrate them celebrate them as well as much older folk yeah and it's quite nice like even at this age I feel like I love hanging around with people of different ages um do you feel the same way always have always have I had a wonderful auntie sadly she's just passed but she was my absolute hero because she'd looked after me when I was a baby I only found that out recently when my parents were very young and they would go off gallivanting and she felt very sorry for me and used to come to my bedroom and entertain me. But she dressed, she was 97 when she passed, so she had a very good innings in Australia. But when she came over to England, we went away together. We just got on so well. She was my only auntie that I just loved like a sister. And we went away together and we had exactly the same wardrobe um, with, you know, 20 years between us we both had black and white we both had leopard we both had we were in hysterics unpacking and we made so much noise in the restaurant that they moved us to a different <laughs> room the next night so yes she inspired me definitely all the older women like her um inspired me otherwise I don't think I'd be like I am now if it wasn't for people like her in my youth and um Instagram people like Iris iris apple mm -hmm. um much later on in my life and don't forget sorry i was in tv for years and okay it's really casual now but when i was in tv in the 80s we had somebody running the station who insisted we wore pastel and bright colors in the morning no black no gray okay i agree with him now but you know i had this wardrobe full of yellow orange blue jackets i've never be seen dead in outside um of tv so um you know I, I i was very restricted by what i could wear how my hair was what my i couldn't really do what i wanted to do till i got out of that business and became an author and moved to brighton sorry you, you, yeah, you you really do embrace colors though like i mean obviously you had colors forced on you when you worked in tv but uh, you know, you, that whole not being scared to experiment, have you always been like that? Or was that since you kind of moved to Brighton? Yes. And No, I, I, I actually remember, I wish my mum was still alive so I could ask her, but I do actually remember borrowing her, oh, I still can see them, red platform leather sandals to die for. This is the 50s. I was like five or six and I was walking around in them going, I love these. So I think it's always been there. I mean, even when I was on TV, I had, I bought in Camden Town, people still remind me, I can't believe I bought it when I was working in TV, um, a bright pink fake fur coat down to the ground. So I think I've always been there. I, I, I just think as I got older, it was more necessary because 
let's face it, you can't rely on, if you've been good looking as a youth and growing up, it's very difficult to look in the mirror and accept, well, you don't look like that person now. If you saw a picture of me in the 80s, I, I look completely different. Um, obviously, because I'm much, much, much younger. And that's quite hard to cope with. So I think the only thing that I've done that helped me, I got my colours done. I got my colours done. That's one of the best investments ever. And I must have been late 40s, late 40s, early 50s. That was one of the best things I ever did because I know I know this suits me and I know other colours don't. Um, and I know what to do if they don't suit me with, with necklaces and things. So that was a very good Christmas present, if we're not past Christmas. Very good birthday present. Um, there are lots of colour people online that you can find. But also, and I still do it, um, when my goddaughter's over from LA, we'll sit in my dressing room, it's actually the spare bedroom, um, for hours with me getting everything out of the wardrobe and going, and she'll go, no. Yes, and I think that's really good advice for people. Um, I'm styling up my wardrobe now. It's one of my big things on the vlog and on Instagram. I'm getting really old clothes out to stop shopping, stop shopping. Don't need it. We've all got way too many clothes, and we only wear a third of them, allegedly. I'm sure it's true. And so I'm getting out. It gives me content, but I'm also getting out pieces and putting them together and then finally finding one that looks amazing as an outfit so I'm putting them into outfits so we can all do things like that be really really critical look in the mirror and just say do I look really good in this do I look really happy do I look really confident am I going to smile when I walk out the door clothes should make us feel like that not fashion it's styling I'm all about not fashion mm, styling um how do you feel about terms like anti-aging get this anti-aging uh, uh, don't 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 it's my do you know in my last book because I wasn't as aware because I was so much younger it was throughout the book and when my editor said would you like to rewrite it and bring it up to date we'll republish I made them take every anti-aging out and put pro-aging in instead and I'm so averse to it now because we're anti-war aren't we we're anti-poverty we're anti-cruelty we're anti a whole host of very negative things it is not negative to age and I will not work with a brand who is giving me stuff and saying here's our latest anti-aging cream forget it I turn down so much work and so much money because their ethos doesn't match mine so that's how I feel about it very angry what about things like uh, tweakments, you know, cosmetic surgery, things that are, are quite popular with, you know, everyday people these days? Well, I've had a tweakment, which you won't be able to see because it's such a very natural, tiny tweakment that all I do is look really well. Um, I, 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 I have never had um, fillers or Botox or anything like that. Everything is natural. Good diet, lots of water, you know, stay out of the sun, 50 factor, even in the winter. Um, but I was lucky enough to be offered a free tweakment with my favorite, favorite man in the world, an aesthetics doctor in London, um, in return for sharing it with everyone. And it's basically 
hydro hyaluronic acid anyway uh, yes. it's a very natural substance that's put into your where it's drooping it's not the aging it's the drooping because i look miserable i kept looking in the mirror thinking i look really miserable and grumpy um and he put it it's not painless but he put it all there um two weeks ago and i can already see what it does is to encourage your own body to produce i think he said 18 times more collagen than it normally does and that's what we're losing the older we get the less collagen the less everything is produced um and it's not really like me i i am very very uh very into natural everything as close to nature as possible um this is pure vanity but um it doesn't make me look different that's the difference tweakments that make people look different i think are horrifying and we've all seen loads of examples of that i mean the lips and it's like why are you doing this you look alien um but this all people say and it will keep working for nine to 12 weeks probably 12 weeks because i'm older and lasts for two years and all it does nobody notices i'm being really honest aren't i they just say you're really well suddenly this week people are going you're glowing you look really well so that's all i've done so far i mean come back in 10 years <laughs> and ask me again <laughs> but the thing is like and i and i I, I'm, I'm asking everyone this who who is a part of this podcast like have you then found that line between self-acceptance and self-improvement yes definitely definitely I think um if if I don't think I want to do any I can't do anything about the wrinkles on my arms you know I can't do anything about everything dropping um so yes I am 90% acceptance 10% can we just make you feel a bit it's all about how you feel isn't yes, it yes. it's not so much vanity how do I look I don't want to look 10 years younger um if I'm you know people say god I thought you were in your 60s that's lovely I don't want to do all of that and look look what's the point because your neck will give it away <laughs> I mean what do you do have a face job all over your entire body it would probably come, won't it? I'm just I, I know. Lying. I was thinking about hands, like how hands yes. will give it away. So why are you going to have like you know do something to your no, hands and have them injected? Not. You know, no. yeah, it, it, yeah. Because it is a. I think you do have to draw that line of what you will and won't do, because otherwise it can be a never-ending improvement process. You, but it's addictive, isn't it? Like like yeah. tattoos? No, absolutely not. I'll go and see him every two years, and the time will come when he might say, okay, it's not going to do any good. Do you want to facelift? And I'll see how I feel on the day. I probably won't. Um, but, you know, there are amazing older women like Toya Wilcox, as a great example, who has had a bit of work done. And like me, I will always be upfront about it. I can't be one of these people who goes, oh, you look really good. And they go, thank you very much. I've actually met people like that. And you know they've had yeah. work done. Yes. Bloody well in, you know, just tell people the truth. I, I, if anything, I'm authentic, and that's what I love about Toya Wilcox. She's told the world. I think she's had these done boobies. Um, she's had the best facelift I've ever seen. 
So, because it's natural, she doesn't look quite. So I'm not going to say never ever, and each to their own. If having Botox makes you feel much better, then go for it. Everybody's individual. Um, so Susie, the last thing that I wanted to ask you is, what are the biggest life lessons that you have learned at this big age? Yes, I'm having a problem with that question um, because I don't know if I'm good enough to say the biggest one is don't sweat the small stuff, but I do sweat the small stuff, so I haven't learned. I think the biggest life lessons I've learned is to just seize the day, carp, carpe diem, just enjoy every single day. It doesn't matter what age you are, you're so blessed to be healthy and alive when you see what is going on in the news all over the world. You know, I had no central heating and hot water, which was worse, for about four days, boiler decided to break. And I just kept thinking of people in Gaza and, and all over the world and think, oh, for heaven's sake, you can cope. You used to camp at festivals, get on with it. Um, so I think that's changed um, with me. I think I have more wisdom there. Um, but also factor 50 on your face all the time. Thank God I hated sunbathing. I discovered, because, you know, most of this is completely natural. Um, I've aged very well, and I thank my genes for that, my lifestyle, my diet, but and also the fact that I loathe sunbathing. And I discovered I loathed it when I was with friends in Ibiza in my 20s, and they were just like, sausages on a barbecue yeah. and I was like I hate this this is disgusting and all I ever do in the sun is sit on boats or walk 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 I love being outdoors in it you apart from outside in an English summer for 15-20 minutes for vitamin d you will not find me lying on the beach going uh hate it um so I think that's a huge life lesson if you care about your skin um but other than that Getting into yoga, meditation, all those things that help us. Getting, oh, can I give a top tip? This yes. is a really important top tip. Um, because I read a lot and, and listen to a lot of podcasts. But one of the biggest things, um, thanks to my doggy, is that I got into, after listening to this as advice, going outside. Now, it doesn't matter if you want to walk barefoot in your own garden. Um, it doesn't matter if you want to walk your dog, but to get outside first thing before tea or coffee, before anything, drink your water and go out in the sunlight, even in the winter it works, with no glasses on at all. And to get that sunlight or whatever light is there in the UK into your eyeballs, therefore helping reset your circadian rhythm, which helps you sleep better at night lots of people are having problems with sleep not just the older folk we're all having problems with sleep I think it's ever since COVID myself I don't know why I think we've all become terribly anxious but that has really helped me and I always pass that on to everyone so I wish I'd known that when I was younger Susie uh thank you so much for being on this podcast and being so upfront and honest about everything um I love your um I love following you on Instagram. I love all your posts, your reels and everything. And it's been lovely having this conversation with you. And thank you everybody for listening. Um, until next week, take care of yourselves. Uh, make sure you follow Susie on Insta. Susie, could you just remind me of your um, social media handle? Oh, it's all alternative aging. Spelt the English way, not the American way. A-G-E-I-N-G. -E 
alternative aging, all one word. Yes, please come and see me on Instagram and the vlog. People treat it like their weekly TV program. I'm so blessed. And that's on YouTube. That's on YouTube. And the YouTube, is it alternative aging as well? Yes, everything's alternative aging, my books, my everything. And there's no alternative. That's why that was my third book, Alternative Aging. But there's no alternative to aging. You know what the alternative is. So just get on with your life <laughs> and be as alternative as possible. And that goes for everything. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves. And remember, it's okay. Old is the goal. Peace out, Bernie. Bye.